people in the Sound for Thought Society. Welcome to the third installment of this adventure. I am super excited to share this fantastic conversation I had with Spencer Hayden of Carney. We talked about music education, childhood Green Day fandom, what we think happens when we die, the current state of the music industry, and the Los Angeles Lakers, among other things. Quick reminder that if you are enjoying the show and you want to keep up with new episodes and other cool content, go like the Redefining Records page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Redefining Records. And of course, you can follow this podcast, Sound for Thought, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of those other platforms that almost nobody uses. So um, we're going to get into it once again. We have an exclusive track release here on Sound for Thought from our guest, Carney. And we're actually going to play for you right now at the beginning of the episode because it's a great song and I think you will really enjoy it. And then at the end of the interview, we'll play the song 16 Girl. So stay tuned. This one is called Caroline. 11 times I called out your name and you never turned around
here we go again. Oh, absolutely. People don't even know that this is uh, the second try. Well, yeah. now they know. Well, yeah. The uh, And by the time we get to the end of it, we're gonna probably going to be on like the 20th try or something. Yeah, like that, that's fine. I'm, hey, man, I got nothing but time. Yeah, so. that's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, you record music. Yeah. it. You know what? That's actually a very, it's a very apt way of looking at it. Yeah. Okay, so we're in your place of work. Yes, we are. Tell me about it. So, my As place of As if you've never told me before. <laughs> my place of work is called Los Rios Rock School. It's in San Juan Capistrano. And I actually used to go here um, as a student. Uh, I have a family friend who has worked here for longer than I have been here as a student or as a teacher. His name's Sean. I love him. And uh, for the longest time, he was telling my parents to uh, send me here because he was like, oh, he plays music, you got to send him to the school, like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I actually didn't come here until I was 19. Wow. So I was like the lone college student amongst yeah. like a bunch of high schoolers, which it was actually like kind of cool because for some reason they all thought I was like the wisest human being on the planet even though I was only like yeah. a year or two older than all That's of them. That's cool. Um, but the only downside was that the community I felt as a student it kind of like was it only lasted like a year-ish and then I was yeah. like okay I really like there's like 14 year olds hanging out here now like I really gotta stop. Yeah. Like I can't be in the live program yeah. you know so the because uh, that's the one thing we do different than a lot of places is that we do individual lessons but then that's during the week and then on the weekend we have what we call a live program that's awesome and we just put kids together in uh, bands on um, three levels there's Jam 101 Jam 102 and Advanced and uh and they just get together and they pick songs at the beginning of like a three month season and then we play those songs but we make sure they play like real venues so they have that experience oh that's cool so we're gonna do uh, House of Blues in Anaheim in November that place is great yeah and so we're actually we're not playing the big room but the second because there's like three stages now yeah I'm kind of I was you know I was talking about this with somebody the other day because it's like there's a newer stage that's like massive but I'm like I'm pretty sure I've been to shows where it wasn't in that room or wasn't on that you've I think you've been to shows to the place where we okay but that place is cool too no it's awesome it's like uh, that one's very much it's smaller but it's still like a standing room only there's a bar right over the side it's really it's a big room though but there's there's like there's a state the really tiny stage on the restaurant then I think it's I think it's called the parish room that's the medium stage okay. and then just the main room is the, the yeah big, the big house of blues that we all know yes know. so did you take lessons before you started coming here yeah yeah so I have been I've been taking lessons for probably about as long as I can remember it's been uh, I started with piano I eventually quit that because I thought it wasn't cool enough and I regret that decision every time I think about it Yes, because if I could be like really good at piano right now that would make me so happy I would be so happy if I was good at that Um, but I didn't so when I was around like 10 I want to say I started taking guitar lessons Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad my parents were um, both really into music so I've like I've been singing for forever. I, I didn't take vocal lessons until I was like 20, but the, uh, I, oh, there's, uh, that's, that's decently Those loud. are some of the students' plan that you yeah. hear right now. We're gonna, uh, uh, it turned out. And they closed the door. We were just saying it'll be cool, though, because this is a music yeah. podcast, so. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be music in the background. Can you imagine if we were, like, dicks about it? We were yeah. just like, oh, like, my. oh my god. <laughs> we, and we have, 
we have the same level of being exasperated every time it happens. Yes. We open the door, we scream at them, quiet down, old kids. Yes, exactly. Um, oh, there we go again. It is getting louder. I yeah. think we'll be fine, though. I think we just... No, no, I think we're fine. But, uh, we'll talk through it. Yeah, totally. Anyway, but my parents were... Um, I was part of a musical family. Um, my mom my mom actually danced on American Bandstand wow. back in the 70s, and then uh, she was a DJ for a while when I was uh, growing up, for not too long, but she, uh, what's it called? She would do, like, weddings and, yeah. you know, like, par- private parties and stuff. And then um, my dad was, uh, when he was around my age and a little bit younger, he was a drummer in uh, a bunch of cover bands. Um, and that was back when it was like when classic rock was not classic, but it was it just was it, it was music. just music. Yeah. yeah, and so um, so he had experienced a lot of success doing that. He would play yeah. just you know the same stuff that I do now in my in like cover bands and stuff like that. But like, which is like just you know the like gets a little tiresome at some points, but you know just like three, like three to four sets a night playing for like four hours. Yeah, the uh, you know, but. It's the only it's the only gig you can get nowadays and still get paid for it playing live music. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun, yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like yeah, it's all good. Anyway, but um so I've I I had always been encouraged to do musical stuff because my parents were actually doing it too. Like my mom loves any mo- most kinds of music, but I always say if she can dance to it then she likes it. And then my dad um has been learning guitar and piano as long as I have been learning guitar and piano. Like he's yeah. always wanted to do it too. So uh, and my brother Mac, um, all three of us, me, and my the Hayden men, we've always uh, been trying. Is to Is that get what better. they call you? That's what we call ourselves. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> yeah. That'll be your band. Yeah, there you once go. you start the family band. Absolutely. Um, It'll make yeah. your mom feel awkward though. She'll be in it yeah. too, but you'll just not acknowledge. She could her. be. Well, she could be like that member of Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Who there you just go. Dances yes. On the stage. Um, yeah, but you know, it's been. Um, yeah, that's really been my journey to get here. Is I just I went through a bunch of different teachers. I actually had um, Mark Seal, who's like I guess kind of a local OC guitar legend. Mm-hmm. I would I mean depending on who you ask, probably the only local yeah. OC guitar legend. But he's uh, he's a great teacher. I took lessons with him for forever. Um, I took lessons before that at uh, the guitar shop. Because it's S H O P P E. Oh, is it a P P E? P P E in Laguna Beach. That was cool. And then um, after Mark. CEO, I didn't play, or sorry, I didn't take lessons with really anybody until I came here. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so you kind of grew up on classic rock. Yeah. What are you listening to now? So what, what I'm listening, honestly, what I listen to now, I, uh, I still, well, well, one revision to what you said. So I, I grew up on a lot of classic rock, but I also grew up on a lot of disco and Motown. Ooh. Because um, that's, that's, well, that's my yeah. mom's thing. So my mom loved, she loved, like, girl groups from the 60s, and she yeah. loved, uh, what's it called? She loved just any like anything funky. She loved Marvin Gaye. She loved, yeah. uh, you know, all that stuff. That's cool. And so... Um, and then obviously like the Beatles were like my entire childhood. The Beatles yes. and like U two were my entire childhood. Ooh, nice. My parents loved U uh, two as well. But um, what I'm listening to now is really just like I don't know, man. It's kind of all over the place. It's a lot. Of, it's still a lot of classic rock because basically I've realized when I listen to music, I'm listening in the car. Yeah. And when I'm listening in the car, it's the only time that I really get to like practice my singing. So yeah. I practice hard male vocal. Yes. You know, stuff, which is a lot of which Queen, is classic rock, yeah. a lot of Boston, a lot. And so I'm practicing that stuff. 
Um, so I do listen to that a lot. As far as new music, uh, one of my favorite bands, two of my favorite bands are Pup, who I just saw in uh, just a couple, or maybe it was a month and a half ago, or two months ago, but I saw them at the observatory. They were fantastic. They were so good. Nice. And um, also, uh, White Reaper has an album coming out. Okay. Um, they're from Louisville, and they... Uh, it's funny they've just like gotten significantly more successful with each album like the first oh, album was just like a pretty like indie release like it was kind of like more just like garage sort of punk thing mm-hmm. then they did a little more like power pop stuff and then they like that on that album they did the whole like you know KEXP type live oh, yeah. session circuit and did all yeah. that and now they're like signed to Elektra wow so you know that's cool but on top of that I, w- I was actually thinking about like the best songs I've heard this year so far and um oh let's hear it the three that come to mind most of all are by that band White Reaper it's called Might Be Right okay. I love that song I think it's perfectly written uh but then the other two one is the title track from Norman Fucking Rockwell um so the first song off the Lana Del Rey album I thought I think that's great okay. but honestly the best song I think I've heard all year um, is uh, Motivation by Normani. Okay. I th- it's, I, if you haven't listened to it, it's like the most like pop banger. Like, it's so good. Like, yeah. the, everything about it is just like from the production to like, I just think it's like a perfect pop song. So I love that. Sweet. I don't know most of what you're talking about. So I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm genuinely, and I don't even mean that in a bad way. I'm genuinely excited because half the reason. I'm doing this podcast is to like discover new music. Totally, yeah. And so I'm genuinely, genuinely excited to check those yeah. things out. Another one, uh, the new. Did you see that whole like Weezer Fall Out Boy Green Day thing? Yes. They're doing like the Hell Omega tour. Yes, the massive tour. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So full disclosure, I grew up. I loved Green Day. Green yeah. Day, they were totally my band. I no, still love them. I still. The, uh, I listened to American Idiot the other day. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It still holds up. Dude, absolutely, man. Just the whole album. That was like the first album I bought on CD. Sure. I would put it in my like portable CD player. Yeah. And would just like sit on the floor and listen oh, to it. Damn. And I was like, you know what? For all the shit Green Day gets, you know, there's still a lot of good songs Dude, there. How many, Dude, there's so many like underrated like songs on yeah. that album. Like, oh, yeah. The uh, like, give me Novocaine. Dude, so that's good. the one I was gonna say if you didn't say it. Like, that's probably my favorite. Honestly. Dude, it's such a good song. Like the uh, what's it called? And then I always say, anytime someone's like, "What's your favorite Green Day song?" I always wrestle between a few, but one that always comes up is like the first song in the Homecoming medley. Yes, I the medley. Love that song. I mean, Homecoming the whole way. The whole thing too, but yeah, but the, the first, first chunk. the first one. I can't remember what the like part one title is but the, yeah. I love that song but that anyway that they all release singles um, and I never really cared about Fall Out Boy growing up sorry no they, I uh, they weren't as big as Green Day for me yeah but uh, what's it called the Green Day song I was not into really I didn't listen to it it's it's really different and, I mean like, it's gone downhill with in it. general but, but um, well I mean Revolution Radio was terrible I'm sorry like that's just my yeah. opinion but like I really did I liked the two singles kinda I thought they were mm. like okay Green Day and the rest yeah. of the album I was just like I really don't like it anyway the new Green Day song I was not vibing with I didn't even listen to the Fall Out Boy one because I don't care but the Weezer song it's called End of the Game is it is great it's literally, it just sounds like it just sounds like Dance the Night Away by Van Halen like wow. it's just really like it's just like a fun song that yeah. sounds like a hair metal song like it's really good I'll have to check it out yeah 
I Weezer's been doing cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, they've been keeping it up. Dude, I mean, the White Album, which only came out like four years ago, maybe or something like that, is like arguably my third favorite by them. Yeah. Their entire discography. Yeah. Um, and I, what's it called? I wasn't a big fan of Pacific Daydream or the Black Album, but this new one I'm excited for. And like, it's yeah. not because it's not like all they are. A lot of people like to just feel like. Oh yeah, it's blue and Pinkerton, and then everything else was bad. And it's like that's not no, really true. not everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maladroit's great. Do you ever go back to that one? Um, not too often, honestly. Yeah. But so you got me thinking about the show that you played mm-hmm. about like a month ago, yeah. which is where I saw you for the first time, and you played some by the Bravery. Yes, and that made me so happy. I was so happy. To play that one. That's such a good song. It's such a good song, man. The uh, the only regret I had about it is that I was I wish we had just had like a keys player to do all the synth stuff in it. That would be cool. But yeah. um, but hey, man, you know, is what it is. But yeah, man, I so basically what <laughs> what Andrew is referring to is that I played at uh, the Wayfair in Costa Mesa, and um, basically uh, I was opening for this thing called Album Attack. Album Attack's mm-hmm. really cool. They basically We'll take an entire um, classic album. Sometimes it'll be a little more like underground. Sometimes it'll be like pretty, yeah. you know, standard. And uh, they'll just play it front to back. And uh, it's a really cool collaborative project. It's not like the same three yeah. guys or something who do every. Like it's just like there's some people who like do it find lot, people do it a lot, and then they like find people find for it. But it's really people. cool. And so the one that I opened for. Was is this it by the Strokes? Which One of my is favorites. Incredible, obviously. Yeah. Uh, actually, brief aside, is it like I want to hear your opinion on this because it's just so funny how like they're in mo- in like not that we were like you know we weren't like twenty five when that album came. We out. We were a little like, young. We were young, but like still, but it it's still so, was impactful. It's still impactful. Well, it's impactful just in the sense of like. How crazy is it that, like, for at least, like, three years, literally every band was trying to sound exactly like one album? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, literally, it came out recently in an interview that Alex Turner was basically... Yeah. I mean, he wrote it into one of his songs, into, into yeah. the lyrics. He's like, I just wanted to be one of the strokes. It's the opening line of that song. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, it's like, there's definitely, like, a... Like a like, I don't want to say, like, a cult around those guys, but, like, there's definitely, like, a, like an aura of just, like, mad respect that everybody has yes. for them. And rightfully so, obviously. Like, they cha- they did a lot for, mm-hmm. you know, kind of changing the game at the turn of the millennium. But yeah. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, so I... They were doing Is This It as the album, and me and, uh, you know, some of... You know, some friends were playing as Carney, you know, my band, and... Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's my, my project. I guess. We're going to get to that. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> yeah, more the, about uh, it. So, um, we were, uh, so we played like Arctic Monkeys and Franz Ferdinand yeah. and like, and The Bravery, which was great. There was a lot of great stuff going on there. And then we also did, um, uh, what was the one I was thinking of? There was one song that I was so excited about that we did. Oh, Evil by Interpol. Yes. I love that song. Yeah. That's a great, great one. Song. Yeah. Awesome. But um, it's funny because that album attack thing, they actually they did one a month later where they did So by Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. And then they did another. And my brother and a few of our friends opened. They did a Cure set, Ooh. which I think is pretty cool. And I didn't then, know that that happened. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know next time. Yeah. The, uh, well, I saw the Peter Gabriel one, which 
you know, didn't interest me as much. Yeah. Although I do like him. But I did if I had known there was going to be a cure set before. Dude, that was the thing is that I remember like I thought that like the people who did so like that's such a big album yeah. and it's such a big production and I thought they did it really well personally, but um, especially like because you've seen the Wayfarer stage like it's not yes. even that big so it's like it was like I appreciate people who go all out for you know like stuff especially stuff that's like yeah you know like maybe a little more difficult to pull off definitely when it would be easier to just be like oh we'll just phone it in. but like they didn't and I appreciate that a lot and they all like dressed in white and stuff too. oh like, dang it was, it was awesome. okay see but, I already had like written it off I was like there's no way it could be cool it and then like cool. now I'm talking about it <laughs> now I'm like, like oh yeah, shit like, but the uh, but it is funny though how it's just like I, f- I feel like the Cure set even had like a bigger crowd which is crazy because the uh because obviously, like, the main event is the album. But it, yeah. I think that's kind of the thing of, like, So is a great album, but it's still, like, an album with highs and lows. Whereas yes. if you do a Cure set, then you're just going to play a bunch of hits yes. by the Cure, and everybody's going to know those. Yeah. It takes, I mean, definitely, like, a certain fan to want to go listen to a whole album. Which, yeah. you know, and I am one of those fans, usually. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I respect what they're doing with that. But, you know, in terms of, like, the bigger crowds of just, like, the people who are out on a weekend night to have fun and they're not thinking about the music in more of a, a deeper way, I can understand why, you know, you, you come out to get drunk and dance, you know. So you're going to go listen to <laughs> The Hits by The Cure before was, you listen to Peter Gabriel's I, album. Absolutely. That's one thing you said, though. I... I Love the fact that like it actually wasn't even a weekend; it was like a th- oh. it was like a Thursday night. Oh, which so is, even which more is, so. It's even so better. Yeah. yeah, so people trying to get drunk on a Thursday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, but it's actually. I mean, we'll probably have already played this show by the time that this podcast comes out. But well, um, when is it? What is it? Uh, like five days. We can make that turnaround, maybe. Well, promote I mean, it's it. Not, yeah. Do it. Give I a would, promotion. I will. I, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna promote it anyway. But the. Uh, yeah, so we, um, what's it called? Me and my brother actually are going to do like a duo set. Because the next album they're doing is Either Roar okay. by Elliot Smith, which is yeah. one of my favorite albums of all time. And uh, we're going to do like just an acoustic set. We're going to do like some Death Cab and Wilco nice. and the Shins. And so we're just kind of like that either like alt folk slash yes. country yeah. slash like you know, just like Pacific Northwest kind of yeah. vibe stuff. So, you know, we felt that that was... We're also going to do Major Leagues by Pavement because that's my yes. favorite band, so... I think that's a good compliment. I think, yeah, I think it yeah. was. I remember I was a little like, oh, I don't know if Pavement's going to work, and then I listened to the song again, and I, I was like, yeah, no, this is actually probably the most, like, perfect one that we've picked so yeah. far, so... So when is that show? Uh, the... Si- let me check. It's the 16th, I think that's a... Yeah, it's Wednesday the 16th. Yes, oh, no, that's a Wednesday for sure. Or, or sorry, of next week. Right? Yeah, it's next week. I'll okay, October. next Wednesday at the Wayfair. October. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do a random question that oh, I had written yeah. down. That's a completely different topic. Well, not. I mean, they're all music related. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's not random. But um. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, no, uh, I would love to talk uh, about that. <laughs> One of my favorite podcasts is You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. I don't know if yeah. He's a comedian. I, yeah, no. I, and he always asks that question. He asks, like, do you believe in God? What do you think happens when we die? And I listen to that podcast, like, a couple times a week, and I'm like, oh, man. So I think about it a lot. I've, dude, on it straight up, like, I've actually been thinking about what happens when we die, like, a lot over the past two I would weeks. love to hear your take. I, well, do you want to do that question first, or do you want to do this one first? Let's just stay with that, and All right, we'll come cool. back to the music. To the random All right, cool. Honestly, dude, I've been thinking about it a lot, because I was raised, I don't know about you, I was raised in the church. 
Yes. I was brought up Catholic. Okay, cool. Yeah. The, uh, and you know what? Honestly, I'm way less angsty about it now when, than like when I first left. Because I went to a Christian high school, and then mm-hmm. as soon as I left, I was just like, oh, I hate everything, and like yes. the church is evil, and I'm like, God, if he exists, is evil. And like now I'm like, nah, well, I mean, I'm not, I don't feel that way anymore. Yes. But. I know a lot of people who are like that, you yeah. Know, after going to Catholic school. Yeah. Well, that's the, I feel like Catholic school is a whole other game than like Protestant school. Probably, but, yeah. Or well, evangelical school. I have nothing to compare it. to, but I. You probably should. <laughs> But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I just think that um, it's just, like, I really feel like, in a way, and maybe this is, like, arrogant for, like, certain, not for me personally, but for, like, human society in general throughout time, but I feel like... The if like spirituality was kind of a hoax, I feel like it would have like been done away with in the Renaissance or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that make sense? No, like, that's a good point. During yeah. during that whole like, oh, like, well, we're the smart, we're the most advanced thing ever, and like, you know, yeah. like all that, and not that like Nietzsche was in the Renaissance, but like, you know, like, and obviously that God is dead quote is taken out of context all the yes. time. Yes. The uh, but just like that whole like that when philosophers who started making people think about stuff yeah. like that like. Um, I don't know, but what ha- what I think happens when we die is I don't know, but I know that every time someone has a near death experience, literally every single time they're like, "Yep, there was something." I There's didn't definitely just, something. I didn't, it wasn't black, and then I woke up. I was somewhere else, and then I was back here. That's what everybody yeah. said, and it may just be the DMT. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. That's but, what they say. Yeah. So, in answer to your question. I don't know, but my assumption, the older I get and the more I, like, look into stuff, I do think there's probably some other stuff going on that is not just this physical world that we live in. But I want to hear what you think about it. Well, I like your take, and I like the point you made at the beginning, that I think there will always be some sort of need for spirituality. Mm -hmm. Because whatever you you do, no matter how far we progress, there's always going to be that mystery. (laughs) Because ultimately you can't answer the question, and I understand that. Um, yeah, I grew up Catholic, and I'm still Catholic, um, oh. but I don't believe in, like, I'm not, like, a strict sure. um, dogmas and doctrines kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't take the Bible literally. Sure. I more am in, I like the church for the community mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, um, stuff like that and, like, what the morals they teach and such. Sure. So I, I like those things a lot still about the church, so I'm still involved in some ways, although I don't go to church that often. Yeah. Um... And I'm more at a place where I believe that maybe, like, all religions are true in their own way. I've been thinking about that a lot more. Yeah. I feel like we're all kind of trying to get at the same thing, answer the same question, you know? And as long as, like, what you do, it, like, makes you a good person, Mm -hmm. then I think it's good. It's a good thing. So, like, I really support, like, people through, like, whatever belief system they do, even if it's atheism or agnostic. Sure. And, like, if someone's an agnostic. Um... Like, as long as you are being a good person and, like, what you do helps you, you know, to, like, help other people. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Then I, like, completely support that. And, like, as far as what happens happens after we die, I think, and I'm probably, like, just paraphrasing this from Pete Holmes, who's paraphrasing it from someone else in his podcast. I think Richard Rohr is a, a Franciscan priest who said, he's like, it's not of our concern, so oh, like, I like we can, that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like we can never know, but like God never, if there is a God, if you believe in that, which you know is a variable too of like sure. what exactly is the definition of God. Yeah, it's not up. 
to us to be concerned yeah. about. You know, ultimately, yeah. we, we can't know. I, I'm with you that I think there's something. Sure. And I think it's a good thing. As long I, as you're a good I would, ag- I would agree with that, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mine's pretty flexible. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Dude, I'm, ha- I'm happy we took that detour. There's, yeah. There was a, a there was a large chance that that could have completely taken us off the tracks. No. And, like, completely destroyed everything, but... I was really excited about it. I was, no, I was excited up, about I was like, it oh, yes, let's do it. Yeah, but um, it's just, like, you never know when you have somebody who's, like, not down. No. And they're just like, oh, well, actually, like... Yeah. Th- this, this is how it is. Like, yes, and those are the people... It's kind of funny. I think I talked about this with someone else the other day. It's, like, the people who are the least open to other possibilities or the mm-hmm. people who are most afraid. It's like, if you are open to the fact that, like, maybe all religions are right in their own way, maybe we can all, like, do our own thing. Dude. If you're somebody who's just strictly like, no, this is what it is, this is how you need to be, and if you do anything wrong, you're going to go to hell, oh or whatever God. it is for you. If you're that person, you're you're the most afraid. Dude, that I am. that is... That's some of the best I've like thought something similar to that, but like yeah. that's the I've never had it worded that way, and that's a fantastic way to word that. Oh, I know yeah. I have a friend who is so much like that, and I really think that it's just like it's the control yeah. that it's like the like he he's like very he's a very anxious person, and yeah. it's the control that he feels through like well I at least I know what happens when I die I know about my morals I know that because like yes. this is they have the rules laid out for me and that's okay like I always say that like people who find like happiness through that like why even if I even if I completely disagree with it which I don't but even if I completely disagreed with like let's just say like evangelical Christianity Mm -hmm. if that you know gives someone peace then like I wouldn't all to them, ruin yeah. it for them or like be or even be you know like look down on it or be upset by it in any way yeah you know so I'm with you yeah in conclusion be nice to people. Yeah, that's the important part. That yeah. is the important part. I like that. That's a good takeaway. Should we yeah. talk more about music? Yeah, sure. Why not? We don't have to. <laughs> I post this on, like, everything, and I'm like, we talk about music for about 15 minutes, and then we're just, like... We just like, go on a tangent. And, and then we just, like, bum you out for the <laughs> next... I hope it's inspiring. I Yeah, no, I don't think... Yeah. I think most people... You know what? I Dude, I think this is the thing, is that, like, I have had so little positive conversation about this stuff that it's yeah. almost like surprising me that you and me are having such like a, a nice dialogue I'm super it. happy about it yeah no. I'm glad what's it called and hopefully maybe you know this will help someone else yeah. have Damn a nice it. yeah. positive like conversation like about it um, the music industry Oh, God. What would you change about it? Well, now we are going somewhere so now we're going to make everybody upset yeah absolutely <laughs> what a change about it you, I'm gonna leave it vague for now. I'm not gonna do any follow-ups. You have to figure do it out. Do you have follow-ups in there? I do. Okay. But, All right. No, I'm with you. Do All what right. you do first. Okay. If I could change anything with the, the industry itself, because uh, so here's the thing. I feel like a lot of people would expect me to be like. It should all be based on, like, talent, and I hate that, like, Lil Nas X is famous because he just made a funny song and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love, like, I the, I always say, like, that's one of the thing, where, places where I am, like, the most capitalist yeah. is in, like, entertainment and stuff like uh-huh. that. Because most often it'll be, like, that's, I feel like that's... That's where, like, the American dream is still alive in, like, the music industry is the fact that Lil Nas X did something really, like, dumb and funny and now he's one of the most famous people on the planet. And I think that's cool. I do. Because that's one of the only places left where we really have, like, uh, oh, anyone can make it. You know? And so it's, like, you know, I think that's cool. I think, you know... 
Um, what's that girl? The Catch Me Outside girl. They're gonna be like bad baby now. Yeah. Everybody's like, she has no talent. I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, yeah, dude, she has no talent. That's awesome that she's like one. That she's like ridiculously famous. That means yeah. that you could do it or I could do it if we, you know, yeah. if the lightning. Stri- I just think it's more like amusing, and I just think it's like it's mm-hmm. cool to have that like. Oh shit! Like, what is gonna happen? Like, yeah. what is you know who's gonna hit? Who's not gonna hit? And it's yeah. like, the, if I could, if I could really change one thing about the industry, though, it would just be, um, and this is completely impossible. It would just be that there was one set way up mm. to be like. If you want to be, like, a famous musician, you have to do this, 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 this. Here's your list. Here's your ladder to climb. Just go do it, and only the strong will survive. Because then, I, you know, me and anybody else who really wants it could at least, like, try and be like, I know I'm doing the right thing. I just got to sink or swim based off that. But it's just, like, you're always in this, like purgatory of just like oh my god yes, like should yeah. I even be do- is this even worth it yeah you know like um one thing I'm already kind of you know thinking about is like and maybe we were gonna get to this a little bit later but I'll, I'll bring it up now is that like I you know I love playing and one of my biggest dreams in the world is to be you know I always say like if I could even if it's a room just the size of like the Wayfair or something like that yeah. I'm not saying like would I love to play Staples Center? Yes, of course. Yes. Every, everybody would like. If you say you don't want that, you're either stupid or you're lying. But yeah. they like. Um, but one thing I've always said: if I could just have a room of people who are not like friends of mine, who know the words to my songs and are happy to be there, that mm-hmm. would be that would be one of the coolest things that could ever happen yeah. to me. And like, do I still want that? Yes. However, I do have to, you know, be thinking about like. And it's not even just, like, a success. Like, I'm just trying to, like, I'm only doing things, not because I love it, but just because, like, I want to be successful. It's not that. But, like, you know, I think about, like, any big artists now. Did Mm. any of them get big because they played shows and got noticed? And No, it's because of the internet. So part of me is like, well, I guess I'm going to, you know, I guess I'll focus on that, which is cool because I know, like, me and my brother made a really dumb sketch based around, like, Never Meant by American Football, oh, which nice. I, I can show you later. Yeah. Um, the uh, And it has, like, 5,000 views now, and we didn't even try. Like, Ooh, it was, I remember nice. it was, like, it literally took us, like, 20 minutes to make, but we just, like, had fun doing it. And yeah. it's things like, it's like, you know what? If that's, like, I had fun doing that, too. So, like, if that's something I could do that maybe could help me have a little more success musically, whether it's, like, sketches or, yeah. you know, just, like talking about music in in some kind of public internet form, then that's cool too, you know? And so I, I'm thinking about focusing a little bit more on that than just, like, going out and playing my heart yeah. out. Because I think that's the biggest thing is that, like, the, re- the, whole, the real big thing about playing live is just that, like, maybe this is an Orange County thing, maybe it's not, but it's very hard to get people to regularly play with you yeah. um, if it's not, like, their band. You know what I mean? And yeah. the... Uh, that's one reason I like the guy who introduced us, um, yes. Aiden Dancy, who I love. The boy wonder. Um, the boy wonder. Uh, that's one reason I like him is because he actually is down to do stuff like that. Yeah. However, I like I'm not just gonna like I'm just using him as an example, but yeah. like I'm not just gonna expect him to just like join my band because mm-hmm. he has his own band and that's great and I like his stuff a lot and I'm happy that he's doing it. So it's like, yeah. But that's kind of like the one thing that is. 
I, you know, that's another thing I would change about the music industry is that it creates an environment that is causing everybody to just be like, well, I won't be in, like, I won't do it with anybody. I won't be in a band. I'm just yeah. going to, like, I'm just going to do it on my own, own and thing. just be a bedroom producer. And it's like, that works for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. Anyway, yeah. that was a very long rant. But no, that's good. Yeah. I think that's kind of the result of the internet, too. Even just, like, with the ability to, like, do your own thing. And, like, I can, you know, record a whole song by myself and do all the parts and do it in my garage. Um, Since you have that freedom to do it exactly how you want it, you have to be, like, pretty open-minded or have an already established relationship with another musician to, like, want to collaborate on stuff. But also at the same time, I mean, I'm the same way as Aiden, where I was, like, could be doing different projects at once and like still be down to course, do yeah. multiple things. Um, but yeah, I think it was really interesting your comments. I mean, you mentioned like wanting some sort of guarantee, basically yeah. some sort of steps to like guarantee like if you just stick with it, mm-hmm. you'll yep. get somewhere. And that's kind of like, I mean, that's the like leap of faith you have to take if you're going to be, if you're going to go for it. Is like you could yeah. work super hard for a long time and still maybe not really get much of anywhere. Absolutely. Well, the thing the thing I always say is that like, because um, one thing that and I don't know if you feel this as much as I do, but one thing I love about our uh, like live, being a part of this generation is I love yeah. that like I love that YouTube exists. I love that Twitch exists. I love yeah. that you know people, even if it's for, like, the an audience of, like, two friends of theirs, can yeah. be, like, oh, I'm gonna make something because I wanted to make it, and if yes. someone likes it, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I love that, but I think that um, whether we're talking about, like, someone who wants to be, like, a YouTuber or a Twitch streamer, or they want to be, like, in a big band that draws well, or they want to, you know, they want to be at the top of a company or something like that. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, what's really going on is tell us like, what's really going on, huh? I said, tell us what's really going what on. I would say, what's really going on is if you say I'm going to do blank, and you honestly try and you do it for like a year straight, mm-hmm. you will be somewhere that you were not before. That's very true. But the thing is, some people don't want to just be somewhere they weren't before. They want to be all the, all way, the way there, yeah. and they and so I think that's one of the biggest things that like. And this isn't slander against my fellow millennials because nothing angers me more than old people slandering millennials because they yeah. blame us for everything even though they ruined everything. Yes. But, um, sorry, that's just no, a little agreed. hot take of mine. But, uh, but the one thing is that I think is a negative that our generation has gotten is that instant gratification thing. And so many times, I know multiple friends of mine who have been like, I'm going to try YouTube out. And, I, and I'm like, great, that's awesome, try it. Yeah. Like, you're funny or like you're a good singer or like something like that it's like cool go for it and they put out five videos in like eight weeks yeah and then they're like why am I not famous yet and they, they quit yeah and it's just like cool that's why you didn't succeed because you didn't actually do it if you had yeah. done one or two videos a week for three years you better believe you would be in and up like You'd be something somewhere. would have happened yeah. even if it was only like I have a few hundred subscribers. That may not have been what you were hoping for, but that's somewhere that you weren't before. That's a lot. You know, that's a good dude. When you consider actual people, people get caught up in the numbers. Thank you. Yeah. It's like a few hundred. They're like, ah, it's not. That fills so many rooms. That's a few hundred people who took their, took time out of their day. 
who like, are like look I at your like shit. You. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the same thing with a band. It, like if I go out on like the San Clemente Pier and busk mm-hmm. and I do that every day for ten years and like I have like a sign that has like my Instagram on it or something like mm-hmm. that, I am going to have many like more Instagram followers. It may not be a million like I would like I yes. quote unquote want it to be, but it it'll be more. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I think that's just the that that's probably the biggest thing I would say about that. Yeah, I like it. Well, let's. I mean, we you kind of touched on it, like you said. We'll we'll transition into the point of making music. Oh, for you, maybe in general, for everyone, if you have an opinion on that too. So, oh, okay, all right. Well, I know for me, the biggest thing is like, I like honestly, and I don't know if this sounds corny or not, but like, I just do it. Like, if I have an idea, yeah. like. Some people maybe have ideas for, like, oh, I should paint this, and then they just do it. Like, if yeah. I have an idea for a song, I just write the song. Yes. It's just how I'm hardwired. So yeah. it's like, you know, as far as, as far as, sorry, my chair so creaky. That's okay. Um, what's it called? As far as why I release music, um, I think that's maybe a different discussion, and we can still have that. But as far sure. as why I make music, it's kind of just, like, I just do it, and I'm never going to not do it. Yeah. Um... I would say for other people, if you want to make music, like, or, like, why the point of making music, I mm-hmm. would just say in a grand scheme of things for, like, everyone including me, it would just be, like, if you feel like you have something to say, then go ahead and say it. Yeah. That's one of, I would say that's one of the best forums to do that because you can't just do that hanging out with people. You can't just be, like, I want to talk about the you know the Penn State scandal mm-hmm. or something like that but if yeah. for some reason you're like I have thoughts about this and you write a song about it cool yes I was gonna get mad at you for that yeah I like but, it but um yeah expressing yourself well, yeah, I'm, like, I'm curious yeah. what do you what do you think about that um I'm with you um it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about before like I mostly personally make music just for myself as in like a, just like I like to be creative and I like to make things just to say, Hey, look, I made something. Um, and then I love consuming music. So the idea of like making music makes me happy because I'm like, Oh, these are cool sounds. Like I enjoy listening to the music I make. Um, and then I release it because, which we were going to get to in a sec, but like I release the music I make, even though I really just made something that I like to listen to. Yeah. Because if, like, three people listen to it, that makes me really happy. Right, yeah. yeah, like, if I go on my DistroKid stats and it's, like, one person listened to it yesterday, one of my songs, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. There's a human being who, like, listened to something yeah. I made yesterday. I'm like, that's amazing. Um, so I have, like, no expectations. It's always been more of, like, a hobby for me. Sure. Although I've al- always played music, at least since, like, middle, middle school. Um, but in terms of, like releasing music it's always been more of just like a hobby and an exercise yeah. of creativity yeah and then if anyone else listens to it i'm like oh my god that's a real person thank you i appreciate <laughs> I it gotcha. yeah man i think that's a huge thing is just sort of like i'm actually i'm happy that you bring that up because i feel like everybody should examine like the whys in their life more yeah. often because it's like there's so many uh like like everybody just wants something to do mm-hmm. so we don't feel like we're not like cuz if we if you're yeah. not doing anything then like yeah you're going to feel completely meaningless and yes. like if you like if 
if you do the whole like okay computer thing where you just wake up, you go to work, you go home, you wake up, you go to work, and like nothing ever changes, then like yeah, it's gonna suck. But yeah. like I always say, I think that's why we that we have like the societal structure of like go to college, then get a job, then get married, then because it gives, gives you something, something to do. do. Yeah. It just like until you retire because that's the thing you're so tired by the time you hit retirement that you're like yeah oh thank God now I get to do nothing and then you're just happy to do nothing until you die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the uh, yeah, but I think the I think the whys are are very important. Yeah, that's what this is all about. Because I'm I mean, there, and there are different answers to it, and they're all valid in their own way. You know, like mm-hmm. some people are trying to make money doing sure. music, and I'm like, yeah, go for it, yeah. do it. And some people are like, it's my life's purpose. You know, sure, yeah. and I'm like, sure, yeah. And I think it's interesting that a lot of people are going through the same exercise of doing this form of art yeah. for very different motivations. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the one thing I was going to say is I think that, like, at the end of the day, I feel like everybody kind of has the same impetus for releasing music, a lot which, of is, for sure. I, <clears throat> which is, like, I like it, and thus I want people to hear it. Yeah. Which, is, which is great. Because yeah. the, uh, like, the thing is, that, like, that's not to say that, like, that like I feel like that's in concurrence with what you just said. Where it's yeah. like it's not like it's a useless exercise if nobody listens to it, mm-hmm. but if someone does, then that's great. And so it's like, and if you know, if five people listen to it, then that's great. That's cool too. And if yeah. ten people, that's great. If one, that's great. So it's just like I just think that's a cool thing that yeah. you know, like we all get to share. Ha- share, yeah. Yeah. So cool. Okay, so tell me about Carney. Ooh. Is it a band? Is it you? It's, yeah, it's just me. I, I, dude, I tried for, like, a couple months to be like, I'm going to make this a band. Like, I've always wanted to be in a band. And, like, I remember the, the purest musical experience I've ever had was, like, when I was playing bass in a band with my brother, our friend mm-hmm. Christian, and our friend Tony. And then sometimes our friend Parker would play drums instead of Tony. Mm-hmm. Um but I remember, like, we didn't know anything yet, so we just had four songs that my brother wrote that were actually really good. Yeah. And we were, and we, you, we just had this vibe where, like, even though we never played shows, we never released it, we were just like, oh, my God, we're going to take over the world. Yeah. Like, this, we're so good, because we just didn't get anything yet. Yeah. So I've been chasing that high ever since of just the idea of, like, That's awesome. I'm in the bunker, and I'm with my friends, <laughs> and, like, we're going to make it to the top, we're doing it together. And then it's just, like, it just, nobody really wants to be in a band with me, apparently. Oh. The, uh, I'm, I'm making, I, I'm making yes. that sound more bleak than it actually yes, is. Yes, it the, sounded uh, sad, but... Yeah, no, I'm, it, it's not actually that bad. But another thing is that, like... If I was, but if I was in a band, then I would like want so badly to be a solo artist because then I could control everything. Yes. And now I'm a solo artist, and then I'm like, oh well, like if I just had people to share the duties with and blah blah blah. And yeah. it's like I know friends in bands who like there's one guy who does everything. My friend, yeah. uh, well, I don't want to be mean to his. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not in a band anymore, but okay. uh, my friend, we'll just call him Jay. Uh, okay. He'll he'll know who it is, but the. Uh, <laughs> My friend Jay was in a band, and it was funny. Like he would, do, he rec- he tracked everything. He was the recording engineer. Mm-hmm. He mixed everything. He made all the merch. He made all the designs. He like shot. Like I think they tried to shoot a music video, and he was gonna do all that and stuff like yeah. that. And like he did everything. And I'm sure there were a million times where he was like, "I don't want to. If I'm doing everything, I don't want to be in a band. I just want to be me." Yeah, you know. So, Carney is just me. Um, For now. I, I am Carney. Um, the, the whole point of it is that it's just sort of like, I, like, 
I don't really want it to, like, mean anything. Okay. You know, like, um, would, this is going to sound so pretentious, because the, the line. Oh, cause this the, is a safe place. Oh, thank you. Say, the, uh, say your deepest, like, but the, even if they're pretentious. Absolutely. Well, the, I was going to say the, what's it called? Did you see the Korean movie, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say an unpopular opinion. Bohemian Rhapsody is my least favorite movie of all time. It's oh. not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not the worst movie. But it's I am your a, least favorite. I'm a, it's my least favorite because I'm a big Queen fan, and yeah. a million things that happened in the movie did not happen in real life, and a million yeah. things that didn't happen in real life did not happen in the movie. Yeah. I have other things that I have some problems with, but the biggest thing, like, I just cannot get over how you make a freaking Queen movie, and, you, and Freddie gets AIDS before Live Aid, which just did not happen mm. at all. Like, I just, it just upset me a lot. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think of, you're alone in that. Also. Yeah. I've heard a few people complain. I mean, other people other people don't care about it, and God bless you. If you had a fun time watching that movie, great. That's yeah. the important thing. But the, uh, I should also mention, I've, I've seen it twice. I saw it in a theater, and then I saw it on, um, and then I watched it on a plane to yeah. see... Because I was just like, I remember I liked it when I watched it, but I didn't like it after. So I watched it again, and I had a great time. Every time I watch it, I like it. I'm, I, I'm having a fun time while watching it, but then when I think about it after I'm out of it, like that's when I start feeling like, oh, but they did so many things wrong. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Anyway, um, Brian, May, and Roger Taylor, I love you guys to death, but I, I'm sad that you let them do that to your, to yeah. your story. Anyway. What, what the what the fuck were we even talking about? Um, yeah, your band. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Your okay. band. There's a there's. I'm a, putting quotations. Yes, around yes. Band my, for all you my, listeners who can't see my yes, hands. My my project. Yes, project. Um. Yeah. We. So basically, there's something. Like I think the John Deacon character in that movie says like. No one knows what Queen is, and that's because Queen doesn't just mean one thing. Mm. And like basically, like in my mind, I've always been like. Cool. Does Carney work? At, does Carney work as a band name? Cool. Does it work as a solo name? Cool. Because basically, the only reason that I am Carney right now is because my first band was called The Jeff Coats, uh. and the songs I'm releasing right now are the same songs I released in The Jeff Coats. Yeah. But I was just like, I. It's just me. I can't be the somethings if it's just <laughs> me. So I changed the whole name. Nice. But that's the thing is that if I do. Get bandmates. That's cool. It's Carney. And then if they it leave, works. that's cool. Just yeah. Carney. So it's like, but the, the biggest reason I called it Carney was just because I do love Queen, and uh, I just wanted like a like a one name name. Yeah. And then so like Queen, I was like, well, that's a thing. It's kind of a cool name. And then Carney, I was like, oh, like Carnival Worker. That could mean a bunch of things. Yeah, it means something to somebody. So I was like, yeah, and it sounds cool. So yeah, that's why that's why I picked the name. And then I really just enjoy. The, uh, I just like the, f- the freedom of just like a moniker mm-hmm. of just like, I can just do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So it's just like, do I, it's like, do I want to be a YouTuber? Yeah, that name works for that. Do I want to be, you know, do I want to busk on the sidewalk? Yeah, sure, that works for that if I put the name on. Yeah. yeah. It's like, do I, so it just like, do I want to, you know, produce I don't know, like beats, lo-fi beats, and submit them to the lo-fi beats to study slash chill, relax to. Like, yeah. sure, I can do that if I want. Like, it's just like it. I I just feel like it's a good, it's a good headspace I'm in for this project because it's yeah. just sort of like you know what I can do the things that I plan on doing, and then if there's ever other things that come up, then I don't have to like abandon what I'm already doing. I can just yeah. also do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. 
Alrighty, let's end with a few quick ones. Okay. So, what do you enjoy doing besides music? Other hobbies? Passions? Uh, I wrote a play. Wow. I did that a while ago. Wait, don't... Give me the shortest description possible. Okay, Describe so your play in, like, two sentences. There's a twist. Okay. So, basically, this is all. This is how I'll say it. The first act is a Friends episode, and the, sec- <laughs> and the second act is a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, okay. That's how I'll describe it. I'm going to have to see that. I'll, I'll let you Send know. Send me the script. We're going to do... I, yeah, dude, perf- I will. I would love to hear your opinion. It, yeah. Yeah, we're going to... What's it called? A, a friend of mine... Um, I the reason I did it and this here there may be some hints in here, mm-hmm. uh, but basically I went to go see uh, a Chapman production of uh, Cabaret, mm-hmm. and I saw I saw Cabaret, I saw a production of uh, Tommy, and then I saw I saw a, a bunch, but because my friend was uh, she did like stage managing and you know like stuff for um, Chapman Theater. Yeah. And after seeing all those things, um, I. There were some things in there in the shows that I remember I was watching. I was like, this is hilarious. Why didn't it make a joke out of this? Yeah. So <laughs> I made a play making a joke out of those things instead of taking them seriously. So it's very satirical and stuff. But, yeah, I do that. I do um, – uh, Mostly it's just, like, watching stuff. Like, I love basketball. So yeah. Like, what's it called? That's Honestly, that's probably my biggest hobby is just, like, keeping up with, like, the NBA basketball. and stuff. I love basketball. Nice. Um, and the season's coming back soon. So I'm so Wait, who's your team? Lakers. It's been... We just fist bumped, just so you know. Yeah. The, uh, but it's been... Uh, I'm fine. Like... I was excited last season, but I'm like really, really excited. This now, yeah. it's just like I like I knock on wood. I'm just like they can't mess it up. There's, there's no like I'm not saying they're gonna like win the chip, but they they're gotta make playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no way yeah. they can miss the play- unless like a bunch of people get hurt. And, yeah. and if that's the case, then that's just like it's sad. But it's not like it was anyone's fault. Yeah. But like last year, like I remember watching last year, and I was just like each game, I would just be like, yeah, they got LeBron. They're not gonna miss the playoffs. They're not gonna miss the play. And I'm like, they. Slowly. And then, like, I'd hesitate, but, like, eh, yeah. no, they're not going to miss the playoffs. And then just, like, more and more, I would just, like, and eventually, like, two, like months before the season, I'm like, they're literally going to miss the playoffs. How yeah. is this happening right now? And I was so mad. Yeah. Um, I stopped watching at the end of the season. I know, dude. Yeah. It's, I do, me too. And I never do that. Yeah. Um, I, like, I tried so hard to watch every game, and and I literally, I quit. I quit, like, after, like, 60 games. I was so yeah. done. Anyway, but yeah, so those are my two. Those are my two things. I like writing stuff, and I like, um, and I like watching basketball. Nice. Who's your biggest fan? In life or of my music? Take it how you want it. Uh, my mom. My go. mom is the person who has supported me the most my entire life and believed in me. Like, my mom's the kind of person where I would be like, yeah, I'm thinking about like maybe going to school, like college for like psychology, or you know, trying to be like a. Or like whatever, mm-hmm. and like blah, blah blah blah, and my mom will be like, "Well, what about like what about like music? You're so good." Or like, well, what? and like That's back funny. in the day, because I used to like yeah. act and stuff too. I would like go on auditions. She would be like, and she would drive me to every mm-hmm. thing. My dad would drive me sometimes, but like mostly my mom, and she would just be like, "Well, yeah, I mean, you're like you're really good, so I want you to do this." You know what I mean? And so That's like, sweet. yeah, so my mom, yeah. my mom's my biggest fan. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, where can people find you online? Where can people follow you? So. Listen to your music. Here's the thing. I have made the... Here, okay. I, the, I'm this taking be so many of these things way too seriously. Here is the thing. I uh, 
I have a band Instagram. I mm-hmm. think I'm going to get rid of the band Instagram because oh, if, it's, if it's just me, then I should just let then I should just let it be me. And also, I have way more followers on my personal account than I do gotcha. on my band account. So the uh, so I right now you can find me as uh, Miss B Hayden M I S B E H A Y D E N. My friend David came up with that. Uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always misbehaving, so I'm misbehaving. The what's it called? I remember it was me. Like it, this is like the whitest story ever. But like oh, me perfect. and my friend, me and my friend David, my friend Jack, when we were in like junior high, we were all like, we should get like rapper names. And so David was Flava Dave. Oh yeah. Uh, I was misbehaving, and Jack was Jackstrap. Nice. So I like it. Yeah, but anyway, you can find me as misbehaving. I might change it to like Carney Spencer, or, like something like that. Um, I'd hate to see that name go though. Misbehave. I know, That's man. So but like, I gotta, I gotta rep the name at some point. Like, yeah. You do you. I'm yeah. not giving well, you advice. You know, what? here's the thing. Nobody's gonna take it. I don't think misbehaving. So if I take it, it'll always be there when I come back. Probably, unless and I somebody always... listening to this just wants to sabotage you. Like or your you. worst enemy. No, I'm not. I, no, I, not like, I like you too much already. And, Andrew wouldn't. But your that. worst enemy who like stalks you is probably going to listen to this because they stalk you and they gotcha. want to hurt you and they steal oh, wow. your name. All right, well, this got white. That got. Uh, I'm just. Christ, that was really dark. Andrew. I like to think about the possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities of me getting stalked and murdered. Yeah. Well, not murdered, just, like, plagiarized. Yeah, of course. Anyway. But <laughs> Which yeah. is worse, according yes. to, like, the college board. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> the uh, Dude, I'm so happy I'm done with college. Oh, yeah. I am so happy. Like, I was just thinking about that a couple days ago. I was like, I am... I, like, I, I, I didn't hate college when I was in it, but, like, now that I'm out, I'm just like, dude, I, I could not imagine doing any of this crap again mm-hmm. of like going to a class and like having to do homework and like yeah. write essays the school and stuff. stuff was it feels bizarre now to imagine yeah. that schedule of life for yeah. sure but um yeah anyway but I you can find me right now at Miss B. Hayden on Instagram uh right now it's uh, on Facebook we're just carnate and nobody uses Facebook anymore, I just liked you today I think it was your sixth oh, I think it was your you, sixth man. like yeah the uh, I've tried honestly I might still try to go back and change uh, the Jeff Coates one to be Carmen, oh, yeah. there's like uh, there's, like, so there's way more yeah. like anyway but um but I don't know Facebook's weird about letting you change stuff like that yeah anyway not that many people yeah are on Facebook anymore yeah. our but, age at least I was gonna say but Carney and then you could also I mean just Carney C-A-R-N-Y on Spotify mm-hmm. Apple Music all that stuff that's the good stuff as of right now there's only one uh single out called 16 Girl that's the number 16 yes. and then girl but I think we're using this as a bit of a premiere it's an exclusive yes for Sound for Thought exclusive. we're gonna be premiering a new track yes um, right after this is it, yeah absolutely so like, this one's called Caroline a, fr- a, a friend of mine said it sounded like acoustic oasis to, to yeah. him which I very much appreciate I'm um, excited I have yeah. not heard it yet, so... I'm going to be completely honest, man. I like this one way more than I like 16 Girl. Okay. Well, yeah. that's cool. Do you want it at the beginning? I could put it at the beginning. Uh, it's up to you. You know what? One at the beginning, one at the You end. know what? You surprise me. Mm. I want, what's it called? I, I okay. trust... I already, dude, I already trust you. This is our first conversation ever, and I already okay. trust you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll d- we'll find out what happens. Yeah, we'll find we'll out. See. The, we'll see. This will happen uh, together. Yeah, basically, all you need to know is that 16 Girl is the one out now that has like a bunch of electric guitars. Basically, 16 Girl is the electric guitar one. Caroline is the acoustic guitar one. That's how go. you'll be able to know which one's which. Cool. Okay, final thing. All right. Recommend slash suggest slash refer me to one or two other cool. people I can interview. Right. who you think would be fun to talk to and hear about their take on music stuff. I got two. Perfect. Okay. I got one of my best friends in the whole world. He's been making music way longer than I have. He's uh, His name is DCR Pollock. Okay. I mean, his real name's David, but like his, his name is DCR Pollock. I'm he's only going to address him as DCR. DCR Dude, you should. The uh, <laughs> But he... Um, also, quick note, uh, if you try to find him on Spotify, you have to put the periods in between the letters. Because if you don't, it will not come. You could spell yeah. out his whole name, and it still won't come up. You Gotta don't have, have periods, periods in it. Um, yeah, but DCR Pollock, um, great artist. He's actually, right now, he showed me some of his new stuff, and he's going back more in like a... I don't want to say like just singer songwriter because that makes it sound like it might be like a Jack Johnson type thing, which it's yeah. not. It's a lot like it's you know more like interesting than that. No offense, people like Jack Johnson, but the uh, yeah. Um, but then, um, but I, and I really like the where he's going. I think sonically, it's really it's still really interesting. But I think it like it plays to his strengths a lot. Okay. And then um, I have um, another friend of mine who actually works here with me. Ooh. Um, his name is also Spencer. Oh. Um, but and the band is called uh, Megalo. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, they used to be called the Gromble. A lot of people a lot of people around here knew of them, so you may that may perk some ears up, but they mm-hmm. uh, they're rebranding. They're coming out as Megalo. They got the first single coming out. I don't remember the exact date, but it's coming out soon. Okay. And um, they're they're doing yeah, man, they're they're doing it. So cool. they um they're probably one of the most successful bands I've had so far. Mm-hmm. Or so that I've like met so far. Yeah. Like you know, like with a million streams on Spotify and that's, stuff that's like awesome. that. With their old band, not the yeah. it's, their, it's a new thing now, but yeah. And I'll give you those the kind of, Oh, I guess okay. can I have one more? Yeah. So oh, um my friend Ryan, who also works here, um, his name is uh Fitness. Okay. And he Spelled does like the normal way. Um, I think if you go on like Bandcamp, it's normal. But if you go on Instagram, it's like F one T dot N E S S. Um, and he does like some weird elect- electronic stuff. Ooh, I like weird electronic um, stuff. It's like if do you remember like that band Justice? Yeah. It's like if Justice was like like really weird. Oh. And I like it a lot. Yeah. I like weird and I like electronics. Yeah. Huh? Can, also, can I just rep one more person? Sure. So, uh, another guy who works You're going to have to give me all these I'll give you contacts. all these people's contacts. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another one is uh, another guy who works here. Uh, they, I promise I'm not just repping like. No, this is good. I, I could with. probably do like a whole day where I just hang out here. Yeah. And that'd just be great. like go back to back. What's it called? Yeah, but they all, um, but I swear all these guys, like, they're all, they all make great music. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's it called? His name is Anthony, but his artist name is uh, Twanner. Okay. T-W-A-N-N-E-R. Um, it's really cool. It's like, I played a show with him. I played guitar for him, and, like, a lot, like it's really, like, weird, but, like, interesting stuff. It's kind of sound like, some of it just sounds like, um, some of it's very, like, Tame Impala-y, Ooh. which is great. And yeah. then there's, but then there's some stuff that's almost, like, K-pop-y. 
Ooh. But like his own twist on it, like he's yeah. really, it's really really cool. So okay. those are my four. I know you asked for one to two. And you I know, I was that, I only say one to two to like take pressure off of people sure. of like if they weren't ready or if they sure, yeah. didn't think about it. Yeah. But like as many as possible, yeah. completely appreciated. So awesome, yeah. I think you would. I think you would. Not only do I think you would like all those guys, I think you would get along with them all really well. Ooh. Like you would like all the music, and you would also like make a friend. Oh. That's so nice. Yeah, man. I'm excited. All right. Well, that's pretty much it. We're going to high-five now. This is the sound of a high-five. Fantastic.